Sean Haney here with RealAgriculture.com and Real Ag Radio, Rural Radio 147, Sirius XM. It's now time for a beef market update with Ann Wasco of the Gateway Livestock Exchange. Ann, how are you doing? I'm good this afternoon, Sean. You? Pretty good. Pretty good. good. Okay. Um, well, I guess it's encouraging. We're starting to see a little bit of rainfall in parts of yeah. Western Canada here this week, which uh, I think for the most part, we'll take it. We will take absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Let's get an update on the markets. How, how, are, how have things been trading here in the last two weeks? Well, um, this week we've had uh, better trade uh, both in the U.S. and here in Western Canada for fat cattle. So um, called the U.S. in the south a buck higher when kind of 122-ish uh, up to as high as 123. And um, north... Um, kind of that $2 to 204 mark uh, dress. So those are higher prices here in Western Canada. Our dress price um, kind of from the average last week to the high at the, uh, you know, at yesterday's trade of, uh, of 260, it'll be about $6 dressed. So, you know, two to three live higher. So better news on the, on that front all the way around. The other thing when we talk about cash, I usually like to talk about that wholesale price, uh, which has really been, it's probably had a storyline for several of the weeks this year so far. Well, it's going to make another one this week, Sean. Uh, the choice cut out in the U.S. last night, three forty-one sixty. That's Whoa. twenty. I know twenty-four bucks higher than a week ago. That is now a record high for August ever, and it even surpasses the highs that we had last spring. You know, we you don't normally talk about an August wholesale market beating what we saw in, in May and June, but this one does. Is there a why attached to that? <laughs> can you, can you, can, like, what do we make of this? Well, I saw one report this morning and they, they, they used the words defies logic and I'm going, yeah, it does, but it is a market, right? And um, it is the price of a market that's trying to tell us something. So I think that the drivers of that, Sean would be, the U.S. harvest rates um, haven't quite been been hitting all cylinders for various reasons. Uh, some in, in labor crunch. Some of it's been, you know, a cooler down here. Bottom line is they just haven't had weekly slaughter rates quite hitting the levels that they were anticipating. So slaughter or, or supply, I guess, is another way to put it. it, hasn't quite been as big as people thought. And then you stir that up with now we've got some Labor Day uh, beef demand. You've got record, you know, those export numbers have just been solid. We've been talking about those. And, uh, and buyers, beef buyers, meat buyers, just don't look like they want to get caught short. Man, it's good to see the demand. But uh, yes. it's going to frustrate a lot of the producers listening to this when they hear. <laughs> I know. They hear some I know. Of that. Uh, yeah. let, let, let's talk about the, the the considerations of the feed yard owner here right now. I guess one positive is considering that that high cutout value, feed yards are are able to lock in some profits here if they've got their feed costs under control. Yeah, you know, if you look at the at the live cattle futures markets uh, into you know later this year, but certainly into 2022. Uh, we've got these uh, deferred months trading at uh, higher prices, certainly stronger than we've seen for a while. And I think you heard both, uh, uh, you know, Dennis Laycraft talked on your show a bit ago after they came back from NCBA and the forecasts that Cattlefax are talking about in terms of next year and higher cattle prices for the cattle producer for a change. Um, those opportunities are leading to some some um, opportunities to, to to manage some risk and and to uh, to lay off some of that risk in terms of uh, feed feed yard production and, and margins. And you can do the same in Canada, but 
you know, be careful, I guess, how much you rely on that five-year historical basis. Is that fair? Yeah, I think um, always the most difficult part, well, two pieces that make the Canadian thing uh, difficult, and you can hedge the Canadian dollar, so that's one of them. And speaking of that, we are under 78 this morning. Um, haven't been there for a while. And then the other piece is that of the big unknown when you talk about trying to forecast Canadian fat cattle prices is that spot basis. So those are the, the, the biggest parts of the unknowns, but the pieces that we do know, live cattle futures for next year are certainly expected to be higher. Let's get to the, the real, well, it's a, it's a massive trend that's it's in place. We're not surprised, um, but uh, the auction marts are busy here in August, which is traditionally not the busy time. Right. Well, and I I just want to back up one step and and talk a little bit about what the the cattle on feed numbers for July were telling us, and then it could just follow through and intensifies as we talk about August. So, you know, later on today, we're going to get a U.S. cattle on feed report uh, for August 1, which will give us the July uh, placements in the U.S., and the expectation is to be down 7%. Well, last week, we had the Alberta-Saskatchewan report that Canfax put out, and it showed the July placements in Western Canada double last year. And if you think last year was small, first of all, it wasn't. So let's even compare that to the five-year average. July placements were up two and a half times the five-year average. So the, as you've heard many people say, the fall run is on, if you will. And uh, we're seeing it even in um, already in July placement numbers. So that leaves our August 1 cattle on feed numbers in Western Canada up 11%. We've never started in August over 900,000 head on feed. So that's how we're starting. Last year, we talked about um, all the backlog because of uh, the COVID challenges. Well, now we've got even bigger numbers on feed because of drought movement. That creates a chain reaction down the line because these cattle are going to be, we're going to have a whole bunch of cattle to be marketed, slaughtered at a kind of a different window than traditionally we would see. Exactly. And that's what droughts do. You know, you you move that marketing date forward uh, in terms uh, of, of you know, depending on when they're replaced. So yeah, they're, they're going on feed lighter for sure. But once you get them into a feed yard and you start getting them on the, the kind of gains that you're going to see there, it, it definitely changes um, that whole marketing picture right out to that final end date. Yeah, man alive. It's, uh, it, it just, we, we expected this based on the drought conditions, but when you, you see how busy some of these auction marts are here right now, it's just, it, it's kind of, well, heartbreaking. It's just, it, 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 it sucks that it's actually well, coming to fruition. It's just, it, I don't know how we avoid it though. Well, you don't, you don't avoid it. I mean, mean, thank goodness we've got these markets for these cattle to come to. Remember BSC, we didn't have that. So let's just like one last point, Sean, while yep. we're on this. Um, last week, Alberta auction market volumes, live and internet, everything added up together was 55,000 head. Last year, that same week was 9,000. And the year before, you want to go back even to 19 to say, well, 2020 was a wonky year. Even in 2019, it was 12,000. Last week, 55,000. So that just shows you how how much um, we're seeing uh, these volumes be impacted at auction markets. And that's just talking Alberta. You've seen the same kind of conditions in Saskatchewan and certainly in Manitoba where they've been in some very dire situations in the Interlake area. So it's it's all over, Sean. It's all over. Wow, 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 wow! Fifty five thousand. That's incredible. That's a huge. That's a huge increase. Hey, Ann, thanks so much for joining us here this week on the Beef Market Update. Thanks for having me.